Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, the investigative journalism program, or IJP, where I ask the question, Whatever Happened to the Pizza at McDonald's, a proud part of the Pizza Plea Network. I'm your host, Brian Thompson. I have begun recent episodes of this program by reminding listeners that I was a detective in training. However, after solving my first case roughly one week ago, I am pleased to announce that I am now officially a self-appointed detective. My efforts to enroll as a private investigator's apprentice so that I might complete the necessary years of training to qualify for a license have been met with no success whatsoever. I was able to reach a P.I. who candidly informed me that many of his colleagues are disgraced law enforcement officers and or outright scoundrels, but no one has agreed to take me under his or her proverbial wing. Perhaps these detectives do not want to jeopardize their financial relationships with the McDonald's Corporation, which I am sure employs scores of investigators to uncover the secrets behind their competitor Burger King's flame-broiling technology. But whatever the reason, I am forced to pursue my detective career as a metaphorical lone wolf. But, unlike the titular lone wolf of the Lone Wolf series of game books by Joe Deaver, illustrated by Gary Chalk, I do not possess the Kai Master discipline of camouflage, and thus must make an effort to stay beyond the reach of the figurative long arm of the literal law. Thankfully, the legal definition of a private investigator in the state of California seems to hinge on the issue of recompense. So, I believe I am within my legal rights to conduct my detecting work as long as I do not receive financial compensation. This, of course, is no impediment to me, as I am receiving a steady stream of profits from the sales of whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's, the board game. In the meantime, I have become a master of a weapon known as the metal stick. I have purchased a belt made of non-slippery imitation leather in which to tuck it, and an online training course available through YouTube.com has taught me the best ways to strike an attacker with it. But, because I believe the best offense is a good defense, and because it is difficult to comfortably sit down with a stick in my belt, I often leave my house unarmed. It was this weapons training that inspired me to set out on the journey to becoming a detective in the first place, as my investigation into the reason why McDonald's stopped serving pizza had taken a potentially dangerous turn. With my new skills and my new self-appointed title, I endeavored to resume this investigation, which is, of course, the ultimate mystery. But first, I would need to make sure I am above board with the California Bureau of Security and Investigative Services. Welcome to the Department of Consumer Affairs. For Bureau of Automotive Repair, press 1. For Barbering and Cosmetology, press 2. 
for Bureau of Security and Investigative Services, press 3. For Bureau, thank you. Please hold. Consumer Affairs. Hello, my name is Brian Thompson, and I was training to be a private detective, and I have completed my training, but I am unable to obtain my license. So I've decided I'm going to be a private detective, but not officially a private detective, because I'm going to work pro bono. And I was just wondering if that's okay, if that's legal, if I should be worried that the police are going to arrest me. I believe if you're a PI, you would have to have some type of license services, but um, if you want to know the, the, the legalities to that, um, I can definitely uh, transfer you to the right department, which is the licensing unit within the Bureau of Security and Investigative Services, and they can assist you with that. But I, I'm pretty sure you're going to need to have a California license for that, but I'm not 100% going to work there, but okay. I'll transfer right now, okay? Well, thank you for your okay. candor regarding your uncertainty. Yeah, no problem. Just a few moments, please. Hello, my name is Brian Thompson, and I was training to be a private detective, and I completed my training, but I have decided against pursuing a license. So I would still like to detect, and on a private basis, but I will do so pro bono, and I wanted to make sure that this is legal and that I do not face the fear of arrest. Oh, Okay, thank you. Hello, you are a veteran and is calling about the status of your guard or firearm application. Please leave me a message with your name, social security number, and your callback number, and I will return your call as soon as possible. If this is a law enforcement officer calling about a repo question, please contact our front desk line at 916-575-7000 and ask for someone that is available. Um, hello, my name is Brian Thompson. I was transferred to you because I am trying to figure out what I need to do. I was training to be a private detective, but I've decided to continue detecting privately, but without a license. And I plan to do so on a pro bono basis, which I believe puts me on the right side of the law. But I was just calling to make sure that I won't be arrested for doing so. Uh, you can give me a call back at my telephone number, which is... three. Eight. Thank you. Thank you for calling FedEx office. Uh, hello. I would like to print a very large sign to place in my front yard. How large of signs do you print? Okay, hold on. Give me, just give me a minute. I'll, I'll just bear with me on hold. I'll be back at you, sir. Okay, thank you. Knowing our packing services are backed by the FedEx Office Packing Pledge. Hello, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hello, my name is Brian Thompson. I am looking to print a very large sign to place in my front yard, and I was wondering how big of signs do you print, and how much do they cost? Okay, so I have a couple of um, follow-up questions for you. Uh, so right off the bat, the largest that we can print is 42 inches in length, and then we can do any... Um, width, or I'm sorry, 42 inches in width and any length. My next question is, if are you, is it like something that you plan to have like staked into the ground? Is it 
on like a mounting board? Is it a banner? How are we displaying this sign? I haven't decided how to display it, but it's just a simple message. I wanted to say something along the lines of notice to law enforcement. Please do not arrest me. I am detecting privately, but I am doing so on a pro bono basis. Okay. Um, So my next question for you would be, do you already have a file set up and ready to go? Or is that kind of what we're trying to work out through now? Do you mean like evidence files? I have many of those. (laughs) A different kind of file. I'm talking more of like a digital file. Um, So if once you have, um, if you have like a Word document or um, like Adobe or Photoshop or anything like that, where you can type up exactly what you need the message to say, and then just be sure to save that as your digital file that we can go ahead and print it off for you. Sounds to me like what you're describing might fit best as like an outdoor banner, so it kind of withholds the weather, and you can kind of just pin it up to the sides, keep it, you know, visible, but also take it with you when you're ready to move on to the next thing. Well, this is Um, for my home, and I plan to be there for a while. But would this be something that is um, weatherproof, perhaps made out of vinyl? Yes, the the outdoor banner would be more weatherproof. Um, Something else that I could recommend to you would be an uh, an H-board sign, which is kind of like a a sign that has, like, metal pegs that you stick into the ground. I see. Is that Um, something that thieves might be able to easily steal? Uh, I mean, it's definitely possible if that's something that they're looking for. I think the banner might be the best option for you. Mm -hmm. But then, like, you still have that that option of, you know, someone could easily cut the zip ties and run off with it, and that kind of be where you're at also. Are you, is there like a window or a door that's visible that's like see-through? I do have a couple of windows. None of them have glass at the moment that is being installed when I obtain the funds. But, um, well, my house is on stilts and it hangs over a canyon. So perhaps I can, I could buy something that will hang from the bottom of my house. Yeah, so I would definitely, it definitely sounds like you're describing the outdoor banner uh, would be the most efficient and effective based on the details that I have for now. Oh, but then on second thought, I don't believe that if law enforcement was coming to my house, they would be coming from that direction. <laughs> um, so well, I guess something facing the street would be better. And then for as far as like the shaping of your house, is it something that you're looking to be maybe draped over your front door? Is it something that, um, like when, when we talk about end goal, tell me more about what that looks like. If I'm approaching your home, how do you see this sign being displayed? so that I can go ahead and figure out what would be the best option for you. I just want something that is visible enough that a law enforcement officer would see it, would read it, would understand it, and then would go about their business elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say either the H-board or the um, outdoor banner would be your, your most efficient and effective option. Okay, and which of those is less expensive? The outdoor banner would be less expensive, and we'd also be get it done for you quicker. It's uh, we would be doing it in-house for you. Okay. And how much would that be? Um, I could put in an exact quote for you, but if I'm not mistaken, the outdoor banner runs to be about $9 per square foot. So I would need to know what size you were thinking of in order to really get that um, estimate in. I see. Um, so let's say it is, and what would you? What did you say was the maximum width or, or so length? The, 42 inches is the maximum width, so and it can be inches. any length. That is, I'm doing some mental math, calculating 42 inches, feet. That's uh, about three and a half feet. Oh, so I'm mistaken. It's 48 inches. I apologize. So it's four feet Apologies. wide. 
Um, okay, four feet way. wide in any length. I'll say so. Let's say four feet wide and let's say four feet by ten feet. Four feet by ten feet. So then we're looking at four. I mean, hundred twenty times forty-eight divided by one forty-four. You're looking about forty square feet times that rough estimate. Uh, let's see, forty feet times. Uh, roughly nine dollars. You're looking at about three three fifty as like a ballpark for something that large. Okay, three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, three hundred dollars and. Oh, three hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it's okay. It's, I should have clarified. Hundred and fifty. Okay, that would be. That's. I'm not sure how many board games that would be, but um, okay. I think I can manage that at least at some point in the future. And this is full color, correct? Excellent. I plan to do this in rainbow colors for maximum visibility. Just visibility. Just make sure they see it. Correct. Okay. Well, great. Well, and, and like I said, um, I am a, a, a an investigator. I'm investigating a fast food company and why they stopped um, serving a particular item. Do you mind if I ask you just one quick question about that? Sure. Um, do you remember when McDonald's served pizza? I don't, unfortunately. Okay. All right, that's my only question. Was there anything else I can help you with today? That's it. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor. Perhaps you would like to keep your audience informed and entertained by sending them an electronic mail newsletter. MailChimp will help you achieve that goal. But please be warned, MailChimp has been known to revoke your membership without explanation. There is documented evidence of this happening at least once. Consequently, if you produce a program called Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's and you would like to send an electronic mail newsletter with the help of MailChimp, you will find yourself out of luck. Everyone else should use the service at their own risk. MailChimp. It can be quite useful if they do not revoke your membership. Thank you for listening to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, a proud part of the Pizza Plea Network. Do you know what happened to Pizza at McDonald's? Do you remember it? Please send all correspondence to pizza at McDonald's at gmail.com. Visit our attractive website at www.pizzaatmcdonald's.com. You will find links to our Twitter and Instagram pages, as well as to our Teespring store, where you may purchase quality Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's merchandise. To provide financial support, visit patreon.com slash pizza at McD's. Or to make a one-time donation, use our PayPal email address, pizza at McDonald's at gmail.com. I'm Brian Thompson. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.